Oh, snap. Psyduck! We bought a Pika. We bought a Chew. We bought a Mew. We bought a... A, a Charizard? Charmander! Char, Deadpool Char. is Pikachu? And Zendaya is Michi? Hello, we my bought, name is Mewtwo. We bought a Bill Nye. Hello. Oh. Welcome to We Bought a Mike. To We Bought a Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. This is your Ryan Reynolds podcast. A Pokemon culture cast. <laughs> Why don't we open up with the Pokemon thing? I want to be a bottom mic. I want to buy a mic. So before we get into this, um, before we get into Detective Pikachu, I just want to talk about your guys' relationship with Pokemon. Well, first let's introduce ourselves. Oh. I'm Ernest. I'm, I'm Hunter Mobley, but I'm literally just a Pikachu right now, mm. so... I'm the artist formerly known as Drew Dietzen, and uh, the artist currently is still known as Drew Dietzen. I thought you were just Psyduck now, so I couldn't tell. Um, Psyduck is literally me! Are, are people actually understanding us, or, or are they just hearing, Pika, 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 Pika? Or are they just hearing, I'm Deadpool, <laughs> <laughs> but except I'm a Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> So what did you guys? What what are y'all's relationship so, with Pokemon? Listen, I as, know Drew's like a kid that's just like never played games and never had fun in his life. So yeah. do you know what trading cards are? Drew? I was I was uh, too busy being outside as a kid, and I didn't never got into. <laughs> I was Pokemon. too busy shoving kids in lockers to trade Pokemon yeah. cards. No, as it's been well chronicled, I was a kid who my my parents would lock me in the upstairs room. That's what we called it, and they would uh, tie me to a chair. It wasn't Drew's room. They tie me to a chair, and they would play every episode of Jeopardy sequentially in the hope that I would eventually become what James Holtower is now, uh, a trivia guru who knows everything and knows how to strategize. It did not work out. I'm still hopelessly stupid. Um, but as a result, I did actually watch some Pokemon growing up. Did you know any uh, Pokemon Jeopardy trivia while you watch? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Like, I watched some of the show. I didn't. My one time, my friend gave me a shoebox of old Pokemon cards that he had because he had s so fucking many, and I just didn't care. I just it's all didn't like hit me in a place of like this is cool. I, I did not still think it was cool. have my Pokemon cards. I still have them, but they're all shoved in a box. They're not in a nice uh, laminated binder. Damn, that sucks. So and some of them are bootleg. From uh, yeah, China. Yeah. I also I never. Yeah, that was a thing. I also never played the video games. I played uh, Super Mario Game Boy games instead of Pokemon, and then I got a PlayStation and I played PlayStation games. Before you go, Hunter, I just wanted to say my sixth birthday party was a combo birthday party with my brother who was turning three. Oh man! And it was full on Pokemon themed. Everything was Pokemon themed. Everything, <laughs> even the tablecloths. <laughs> And Your it was mom a great time. Was a Pokemon. And it was a good time. Hunter, I know that you, you have a whole thing here. So <laughs> I've been a Pokemon boy since way back. Okay. Um, Did you want to be the very best that, that no one ever was? So, I, I knew the song. Here's the thing. Um so actually I will say I did have the cards and everything else. Um, I never really played the game that much. I was much more into Yu-Gi-Oh, like playing the actual card game, than I was with Pokemon. But oh, you were a Yu-Gi-Oh kid. I was as far as I would go to like Toys R Us. I 
played Pokemon the game, but I was more into collecting the cards than did anything you, else. Did you do the tournaments then, at I like will books say, a million? At Yu-Gi-Oh, yes, I did. Oh, As man. like a seven-year-old boy, I, and I'd play against like 24-year-olds that like smelled bad. Yeah, I, have and, a, I have a funny story about that really quick. My I never played Yu-Gi-Oh, and my friend, he was like, just come to the tournament with me. So we go to the books a million <laughs> Uh, that's like not far away. There are a ton of fucking. So they kids have there. like the world championships. Yeah, in Tallahassee's books. There, a million. there are a ton of kids. Books there. a million, which Bam. are now out of business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bam, not to be confused with Wabam. Yeah, no, definitely not. We're not W Books a Million at radio station. <laughs> he so he brings me, and then I'm, so I'm just watching him play, and he's like, dude, he just gives me a bunch of cards. He's like, yeah, just go play that kid over there. And I was like, I don't know how to play <laughs> Yu Gi Oh. And he was like, dude, it'll literally just be fine. Like, just you go just play him. just throw the cards at them. Yeah, exactly. I was I was trying to summon demons. And he was like, no, it'll be fine. So I'm playing this kid who's dead serious. He, all of his cards are in cases and shit. He's one of those kids. Um, I was one of those kids. And after, like, a minute, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So and so I were, just quit. You, what you're saying is, like, you were like Joey in the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! The anime. Yeah. I, I quit, and then I go to my friend's mom, and I was like, can I use your phone? And I got my mom to pick me up because <laughs> I was very uncomfortable because this kid was mad at me. He okay. was like – like he, he started a game with me, and he did not finish the game. So I will That's against the rules. So I will say um, – so, like I said, didn't really get into as much playing the game, but I was super into – collecting the cards and i had like all 150 and like i went to what i went to pokemon the movie whenever it was in theaters i got like the special edition like the holographic mew the holographic mew card which was like the rarest card i didn't fucking get it didn't become rare. no what makes me more upset is i moved off to go to college and all of my rare pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards i was like yeah we didn't have enough storage space so i took it all to goodwill (gasps) oh What made me feel worse about that is, like, I, you know, Detective Pikachu coming out, people posting stuff on Reddit. If you have, like, a first edition, like, Pikachu card, that card's now worth, like, $500. Mm. I'm like, I had hundreds of Maybe I should look through all of those cards I have in a box. You might have some stuff that's actually worth some money. Hunter, you should just send your mom an invoice. Guys, I have a... (laughs) So, I I will say, so I wasn't as into the card game. I've played almost every Pokemon game, though. Like, I'm so into the games... Like, everything, I had older siblings, so I played Pokemon Red and Blue on, like, the actual OG Game Boy Silver Gold. The first game, like, one of my favorite games of all time is Pokemon Emerald, uh, playing on the Game Boy SP. Like, I've beaten that what game. What gen is that? That's Gen 3. So it was, it went from, like, the Red Blue to Gold Silver, which was, like, Ho-Ho and Lugia, and then Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire is, like, the Grodon, Kyogre, uh, Rayquaza generation those are real words listeners yeah those are that's english saying, so get ready for that things. if you're a person who doesn't like pokemon because that might Christ. influence the way you feel about detective pikachu mm. um yeah so i do love pokemon you care deeply about it well before, just gonna use this point to transition into detective hold pikachu. on before we get into the movie i just want to say listeners when you listen to our catch-up podcast in a couple days you're gonna hear a promise of a before trilogy discussion that is not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we just we were talking a lot about Vampire Weekend and we just didn't get to it. So we owe you a before trilogy bonus pod. I'd rather be talking about that than Detective Pikachu. To be honest with you, right now. Okay, well, go into your thoughts then. I've voiced my opinions on the podcast before. I was genuinely hyped for this movie because the thing is that don't know why. <laughs> I I still like 
I've rewatched the anime, and like, yeah, it's like it's a kid show, but like, it genuinely is like a good story. I think that the first two, three anime of Pokemon movies are like objectively great movies. Like, I will that say, especially first one is the first great. The first movie gets it deals with like sentience and what it means to be alive, and like the dealing with the repercussions of having this world in which you're like training, like what is supposed to be your best friends to fight to the death against each other. It's cruelty. It's cruelty. It gets into animal cruelty. And Pokemon 2000 deals with climate change in this really real way that's just, like, about the repercussions of, like, this world that we're literally destroying with these creatures. And it's very, very, um, like, metaphorical for our world that we're actually in. Yeah. Well, in in that one, uh, Ash Ketchum is voiced by Al Gore, right? You have to play along. You can't just leave me here. They you watch- can't just I'm, be the kid who's just like, yeah, a- I thought Pokemon was, like, lame. I was over here just, like, watching Jeopardy as, like, a three-year-old. Just like, ah, oh, yes, Trebek. I was, but- You know what I was doing? I was watching Fox News with my dad and becoming a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I spent my childhood. They watched um, the people that made Pokemon 2000. They watched Princess Mononoke, and they were like, ooh, what about that? But Pokemon. Okay, so how? Did so there is, yeah. There's. I was gonna say there, um, because that kind of leads into there are. One of my problems with Detective Pikachu, and where it feels like there's a good movie in here, but they ride this line between wanting to be a kids movie and wanting to be Deadpool adult movie. Did you like? They the want to make. <laughs> honestly. He's tearing Not up. Not really. Mm. Be, is it because you have this attachment to Pokemon? So yes. my whole thing world? is – no, but my whole thing is while I was watching this movie, they reached a point about halfway through because overall I, the script of this movie is horrendous. Like it's truly like a god-awful – it's like if somebody watched three Henry Bogart movies, they watched like Casablanca like twice and they're just like, I know how to make a film. Who is <laughs> who's Henry Bogart? <laughs> it's Harry Bogart's – the older brother, um, Humphrey. Um, it's uh, if you watch an H Bogart movie before, then okay. I'm going to ask you one more time. In the second Pokemon movie, did Al Gore <laughs> voice Ash Ketchum? Tensions are no. It was Harry Bogart. <laughs> Tensions are so high. So not, I, will... I don't have your back anymore. Let me. You didn't have my this. back. Let me get back into this. We're gonna. All this is going to be edited out. It's fine. I trust in. Uh, Mix yeah, Ernie master always, Ernie over he here. Always he always edits. It's, our, it's our faceless intern. Um, <laughs> so, I reached a point about halfway through this movie where I thought to myself, I like laughed at a gen- like a joke that I found funny, and I thought to myself, I just laughed because that was Pokemon humor. What would this movie be if there was no Pokemon? If there were no references in this movie? If there was no Pokemon? If these were just humans? If this was like Zootopia or something? Your, your film brain turned on. My film brain turned on, and I was like. This is this is horrible. <laughs> so this is bad. There are a lot of Zootopia comparisons. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. In this, this what this world of anthropomorphized. So okay, I can ask you. I guess is this city canon in Pokemon? No. So well, they, at least not rhyme, in the what's games. What's it? Rhyme? rhyme Rhyme City. Rhyme City. It's, I'm not familiar. So with this that is at a all. city in which Pokemon. It's the only city in the world where Pokemon and humans live side by side. And battles of, are outlawed. Instead of Pokemon living in the well, wild, that wouldn't make sense for it to exist in any of the games because the whole point of the game is being a Pokemon trainer and battling Pokemon. Yeah, catching so. them in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's interesting. So this is kind of funny actually, cause I went in with no, uh, stakes. I didn't give I don't care about Pokemon. 
Um, I wasn't expecting it to be good, and I found it to be a enjoyable kids movie. It's vital to note that this is a kids movie from the it's, director of Shark Tale. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I could you know it had and, that and touch. And you're right, and that's why Rob Letterman. So I went through. I was on a wave watching this movie because at first I was so disappointed. And then I kind of, by the end of the movie, came around to being like, well, that was a kid's movie. Yeah. So how can I judge it any differently? Exactly. Like, if you go in wanting something like Spider-Verse that toes that line where adults can bring out just as much as kids can, this is not that. This movie, I think, is solidly in the arena of being a kid's movie. It may have adult-friendly jokes. It may touch on adult-friendly themes. But this is for little kids. But I, I think we should say that if you're if you're a little, little kid, you're not going to follow this. Because there's a mystery here. It's Detective Pikachu. It, it, it's a mystery movie. And the mystery is... It's it's well-plotted. It's not it's not complicated. But it's, it's a well-plotted mystery that can be a little bit complicated for a little, little kid to get. So this is more aimed at, like, tweens, teens, like 12, 13-ish okay. year olds. If you're a little, little one... I don't think you're going to enjoy the stuff that's non-Pokemon in this. Yeah, there's a good chance. But, they I mean, there are plenty of Pokemon throughout in the movie. What I will say, if we're talking about this new generation of movies that are, you know, the modern Who Framed Roger Rabbit with 3D animated characters being combined with the human world and human beings. So, it's I think it's better than Dumbo. I think it's better than Christopher Robin. I, I'm going to say right now it's better than Sonic, <laughs> even though we haven't seen it. Uh, so I actually got a screener for Sonic. It might be the greatest film of all oh, time. Okay. But yeah. you also got to mention the nostalgia factor here. Well, I didn't have it. I didn't feel. Oh, it. I yeah. didn't feel any nostalgia, honestly. Uh, and you're like the perfect person but, to actually okay, watch this. As a... But did you notice that there were in your screening that there were full grown adults with like Pokemon merch? Oh on yeah, their there person? were. Yeah, there. I mean, there were a lot of adults in there that were. Very, they were Pokemon fans, and they actually, you know, the buzz outside the theater was very positive. And if I were watching this through the eyes of an adult trying to get something out of an adult movie, I would not have liked this movie. Well, because I mean, like plot wise, like you said, it can be complicated, the mystery. But there are a lot of things that where they just fudge details, like th- like you would in a kids movie. You know what I mean? But it's also over-explained. It's like it's, once we get into the third act of this thing, it gets they, crazy. They make sure that you understand every aspect of the mystery. Well, and it's also, like it's like overly explained. Every character except for who eventually actually ends up becoming the big bad, which I guess we'll say for spoilers, every person is just one note. And then even like our main character we follow Justice Smith, who you might recognize as the star, uh the co-star of uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, a movie that I don't think any of us watched. Nope. Um, and Colin, we'll never will watch. Colin, friend of the pod, watched it. Yeah, he did. What Sorry. Did he, what did, he say? Didn't um, he like it more than A Star is Born? That's insane. <laughs> that's a call out to you, Colin. So I, I will say, like, after thinking on this, I do think, like, this is a better movie than Dumbo. This is a better movie. It, I think that it might just, it's on par, if not a little bit better than Christopher Robin. But I just... Maybe this is my own fault. I went into this with a certain naivety towards our society. Like, because this is a cash grab movie. That's entirely what this is. Everything is taking live action adaptations of things that we grew up with in our childhood and making it a real thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a Yu Gi Oh movie. Mm. If they make a Magic the Gathering movie, I oh, wouldn't yeah. be yeah. shocked by that. Uh, what's his name? Fennessy talked about this. 
on the big picture how like, nothing is off limits now. Yeah, None of this shit is off limits yeah, now. And, well, I was viewing it through the eyes of – because with all these movies, if we have to compare it to like Dumbo, Christopher Robin – this is the only out of those three that I would have genuinely loved as a kid. The other two I would not have liked at all as a child. They're the most like adult, uh, friendly, yet stupid movies I've ever seen well, in my life. So to that point, one thing that this movie does get right is they make Pokemon cute. They don't try and make them dark and gritty. They don't try and like humanize them. Yeah, or they don't make them like dolls. They're and they're beings. They don't make them hot either. Like we don't get some juicy Sonic. Thigh we don't see muscles. Sonic teeth. <laughs> I was bummed out about that. No, uh, that what I wanted to say is that I think the Pokemon are the highlight of the movie, bar none. I yeah. think they are amazingly. The, movie, the story handled. itself isn't very good, but there is. That's why I like was almost bummed out at the point when I was like, oh, the only thing I like about this is the nostalgia factor. I'll what? actually, I'll actually take that a step further. I will say that I love the world. Yeah, just the, the world look, is really cool. The look of this city. It was almost like Blade Runner for kids. Yep. <laughs> it has this neon yeah. noir vibe to yeah. it that I really loved. And from the, the the sound of what I've been hearing from you guys, I think I'm a little higher on it than you. No, I'm telling you, I did. I really enjoyed watching it. I didn't I, think it was great. But... I'm looking at the movies that we've watched this year so far. I would put this like half a notch above the Lego movie part two. And remember what oh. I said about that movie, how it kind of like jarringly flipped between being a kid's movie and an adult movie? Yeah. This movie kind of did the same thing, but not as jarringly. This one kind of rode that line a little bit better. But I could tell that the, the little ones, the kids, they were only there for the Pokemon. They were only there to recognize that Pokemon and call it out loud to the screen and be like, oh, I recognize that one. And then as soon as it got into the non-Pokemon stuff when we were developing this mystery and what was going on with uh, – I can't believe this was the character's name, but Tim, <laughs> Tim's dad, the little ones were just checked out. Just checked well, out. So, so, yeah. so you're trying to frame a story that alienates the little kids and is more aimed at these tweens, teen, early teens. So all of the adults that are watching this – aren't really going to like it too much because it's so dumbed down. Like I said earlier, it's over-explained. So it can't really be a movie that's for adults because it's kind of at this lower bar that they're trying to get the mystery. And I think the mystery ends up all sort of tying together because it's so over-explained. Yeah. But there's no intrigue there. There's no suspense there because they make sure that, that there's... <laughs> Really, not much left for us well, to I mean, ponder over. You did over. kind of answer my question because one of my main things when walking out of this movie is like, who is this movie for? I think that you're right. You nailed the age range that's for. We should say this movie did not meet expectations, which is big news Money for a summer movie. It was estimated, it was projected at 75 million. It's going to hit around 58 million. Sorry, Yikes. Harry. So, and Harry's this was done. We were really worried about this, like, kind of messing up our lists for where it was going to be. And game screenings were still sold out this week. I think, yeah. It's I, in like, the shadow. It really no, is. And that's the whole thing is that, like, I, and that was kind of one of my things worrying about the list, but I didn't really consider this option that. They are very centralized on this tween demographic, but in that way, they could have made something that, like, they could have put more adult humor in there that isn't necessarily R-rated, but it could have gone over kids' heads and would have been something for adults to take out of it. I will say, Ryan Reynolds is solid. Like, he 
I was very surprised. I honestly, I liked him so much more in this role than I did in Deadpool 2. Like, it's not even funny. And it's, it's not even funny. Like, how much better of a performance this was than Deadpool 2. One of the lines that stuck out to me is, like, whenever they're, like, walking together, and he's, like, trying to, like, ride on on uh, Tim's shoulder, and he's just like, every step for you is, like, 500 steps for me, and I have lungs the sides of grapes. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, because you're, like, a fucking Yeah, and mouse. it's world-building. Yeah. And I gotta say... uh I was really jarred by Reynolds' voice in the trailer. I was not in it, but it works in the movie. And it, and it, I, I was just really happy you, that, that that didn't take me out of the movie is hearing Deadpool for I have kids. A, I have a spoiler thought, but I'm going to save that until we actually get to the and spoiler section. The, the, um, yeah, that, that little line there, it's almost like Reynolds can't help himself. And this is something that Fantasy talked about, too, on the big picture is like, he brings this quality to the character that almost like is commenting on on the movie, the world. Yeah, yeah. on yeah, he can't help but be meta. Yeah, he's it is. Just it, Deadpool I mean, in real life. That's why I I didn't like him as much as you guys did because he is doing a dead. He's doing a G rated Deadpool thing where like he's saying the comment that um, we're supposed PG? that we're supposed to be saying whatever. Uh, like the worst one that I had to write it down because it was so bad is like something goes wrong and he goes, "Uh, that went differently in my head." Now, no, that way. is that's literally in the movie. That is the worst line in the movie. That is a horrible. That's like hack ten years ago line. Like that's really bad. Yeah. And there are some times like that where he he is just commenting on what's happening, and it's like you don't always have don't to have fucking to do, do that. that, bro. Is he a producer so he on this? Didn't, I think that he is actually. Um, but the thing is that like he didn't bother me. The relationship, the love interest that we have in this movie is horrendous their lines together it's a kids movie though no but they have no fucking chemistry the kids in a wrinkle in time had more fucking <laughs> chemistry together than they did in this movie like i did not buy them at all i almost thought that there was a chance that this girl was just going to be evil and that's why they had no chemistry together well because, ryan like, reynolds is not a producer on this film. No, he's not i know that they just basically like they improvise most of his lines because he's come out and been like there's an r-rated detective pikachu out there that you'll Yikes. never see oh my god it which made so, me kind of hate this um, this, this girl though i really want to shout her out because she's a halt and catch fire alum yeah, i did recognize her from that Catherine newton. newton i i felt like she was having a great time she really <laughs> knew that she was in this weird the ultimate, ultimate backhanded compliment is hey. you, you, you must have had fun no but not that i did no but fucking tim i can't believe that's his name justice smith i don't think justice smith is very good guys. he's not that I, great he's i mean not good there like, are scenes where he's trying there's and scenes i can where tell he's, like you can tell the movie would have been better if he could have carried some kind of an emotional weight and and you, I can tell that he's trying. In the movie senses. would have been better if he wasn't a child that was forced to act with a tennis ball and throughout <laughs> well, the whole. Okay, that so sucks. The thing is, That's a horrible task. Be, he's supposed to be a twenty-one year old. Get a twenty-five year old who's had some reps and put yeah, him in there. Like, even then, why did they have just, to get somebody who actually listen, looks like who's actually probably twenty-one? It's, it's hard to do. Like it, that is fucking hard. Fucking Ian McKellen sobbed when he in Lord of the Rings because he had to fucking do this shit. It sucks. It's like antithetical to acting. Because it, it's not. It's an acting is reacting, and you're not reacting. Um, hey, man, that tennis ball, when it has a little sharpie smiley face yeah. on it, you feel things. Yeah, like Last Man on Earth. <laughs> um, my The reason that I'm higher on this movie than, than I might have thought I would have been is because recently I went on that whole run where I watched all those kids' movies, just general nostalgia movies from my childhood. So 
my frame of reference for this was almost Agent Cody Banks because that is another movie that centers around a guy. Uh, it has like a mystery kind of sleuth part where there there's a lot of sneaking around. There's a love interest with zero chemistry. Um, and there's also a serum that they have to get their hands on because the evil guys have the serum. There are a lot of similarities in general. Uh, and if you go back and watch those movies that, you know, we, we, we may remember them as differently, but those aren't good. They're not. Oh, yeah. Good. So this is better than those movies. Like it is. It's funnier. It has a more interesting plot. There is a lot more going on visually for the kids. Um, I, I want to make sure we stress that because I really think that even though the story is very lacking here, the visuals of this movie are outstanding. Yeah, they the are. way the Pokemon's look, yeah. the different textures on each different uh, type, and the way the whole world is just communicated. Even the little details, like the lighting of each scenes and the 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 phone cases that they have that look like Pokedexes. It's all incredible. There's there. I will say, I mean, that's by far the best aspect of this movie is the visuals. But my thing, why almost like I feel like I had such a sour taste in my mouth. And I mean, I went with other people and I feel like I was the most down on it out of everybody. But I would rather see a bad, like a really bad original story than a movie that's very, very mediocre that, like, fucks with, like, an old IP that has stealed my nostalgia. Maybe that's, like, my own personal biases that are coming in there. I think that it definitely is. But I would rather see a bad original story than something that's taken IP. IP that's proven to make good quality stuff, whether it's games, whether it's uh, animated movies, and then just kind of shit the bed like this i don't think they shit the bed though i think they made a really good kids movie i don't think and see, we're adults I, I think that it's a solid kids movie i don't think this wouldn't if if i was a kid this wouldn't be my favorite movie if i was a kid i would still rather watch the animated pokemon movies no but think about the point that i made earlier about the the age range right so if you're like under 10 you're not going to connect with it as much you're going to recognize the cool pokemon but the story's not going to resonate but i think if you're like 12 13 you're gonna love this movie you're really gonna be into the the world that is that is in here the underground battles the illegal battles the 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 mewtwo aspect but of they it could all. have gone so much further with that if they wanted to do that then i think they should have gone all in with that and i would have liked that more but it's almost like they're trying to teeter in this line where they make everybody happy where i think that they where they land the most is in the teen area where you're right but we still have like a bunch of like spots where it's like, oh man, Pokemon are so cute, and then it's like, oh man, good thing we have like Deadpool, Pikachu over here, where they're trying to hit every demographic, and they just don't really land. I think that why like this like teens will gravitate most of it is because that's where most of this movie works is in that area, but it still falls apart in the regions where it's trying to reach other demographics. Um, well, I'd rather just go all in on let's uh, Let's jump to spoilers, well, so final thoughts. Yeah, as far as the little kid things go, I think little kids would enjoy this plenty, because I went in with as much knowledge as a little kid does about the characters. Like, I know, of course, everyone knows who Pikachu is. Everyone, I like, I know what a fucking Charizard is. I know Mewtwo is the good, the god Pokemon or but whatever. But if you're six years old, could you follow that mystery? Yeah, I was going to say, but you don't word. I mean, if I'm six, I'm following the Pokemon. I'm watching them. I'm watching this colorful, like vibrant, amazing world we're in. Um, and there is action happening. Um, so there was, there would be enough if I were a little kid because I had no nostalgia for these characters 
and and plenty of them I wasn't very familiar with. Like I knew the name side. I didn't know anything about it. But I still completely enjoyed spending time with them. When it, when they needed to be funny, they were hilarious. When they needed to be cute, they were adorable. When they needed to be scary, even they were pretty scary. Those I monkeys, will say one thing. Yeah, about the yeah, apoms. Um, yeah. I will say one thing that they did do a really good job of for all the um, really bad exposition that's in this movie. They didn't over-explain Pokemon to you. They did a There's job. the one, uh, the intro video. Yeah, they had the intro video, but I feel like they had a whole thing where they either, A, expected you to kind of have some kind of a relationship already with them, or they would show it through, like, something with Psyduck. They didn't directly explain, like... Yes, you know, if you, like, drive him to this point, then he has a sonic blast that comes out of his head. Like, everybody's just, like, they just know, like, hey, don't piss him off. Like, and they just kind of trust you as the viewer to either know it or figure it out as it goes along. Mm. I think that was one thing that they did handle well. I don't hate this movie. This movie just disappointed me. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like, at a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I didn't have anything to be disappointed by. So I'm, like, yeah. not even – I'm, like, a 6.7. Like I'm not even that much higher than you. I'll go. I'll go seven. Yeah, I was just. I'll I, go seven. Throughout the movie, there was enough. Like there. we're not that far off, but I just feel like I was. I expected it. I thought it had potential to be an eight. My my seven. The reason why I go from six to seven is just because I was so impressed with the visuals here. Yeah, me too. Like the way. See, the visuals are separating it from being like a five. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> that's how bad. I think this script, dude. Like, if you just read this screenplay, I'd be like. No, this is horrendous. This is the line delivery is so bad. It's corny, but not even like a funny Hallmark kind of way. It's just like so roll your eyes to the back of your head that you like want to blow yourself up. Like that's why I think the visuals raise this movie up from just being bad. And the fact that it's a mystery movie and they feel the need to over explain the mystery. That there's no mystery left. Yeah, it's after a Harold Bogart the, film. The... <laughs> Herbert Bogart. All right, let's... Hermione Bogart film. <laughs> let's jump to spoilers. Any any last thoughts? Can we go? Um, if you like Pokemon, you might like this. You might be disappointed. If you don't like Pokemon, you might like this. You might be disappointed. Quick quick word on that. You are right. Fifty eight million dollar opening on a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. So it's going to be, but it's still going to be a quote unquote success. We'll see about worldwide. Dude, it's going to be, it's going to pop up. I'm going to tell you right now, like there's literally like stores in Japan that are just straight up Pokemon stores. Like it's going to be huge. They're working on a sequel already. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, that was the thing is that this is going to be the biggest video game movie of all time. Hey man, Assassin's Creed. Well, I mean, it's competitions where Assassin's Creed and uh, Tomb Raider. The so new like, one or the or the um... both? I don't know neither. Um, but like <laughs> that's it's going. And honestly, this is the best video game movie I've ever seen before. Because the you world itself is Daddy cool. Jake in Prince of Persia. Yes, are you, I am. Are you shit talking Shrek? Because the video game came <laughs> came first. We all know. All right, let's go to spoilers. For um, we haven't said the full title of this movie. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, mm. not Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu, just Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, like there's no like pause there. Oh, there's no yeah. dash. Well, it's like Vice Principal Smith, you know, Pokemon <laughs> Detective Pikachu. He's a Pokemon, he's a detective, and he's a Pikachu. Okay, spoilers <laughs> right now. If you haven't seen it, pause and come back. Here we are. Uh, I, I just want to talk about the beginning of this movie. So we get this... Um, Mewtwo intro, which reminded me a lot of that 
first. It reminded me of the first movie. The and first I, movie, and I thought that I got excited then. Me too. I, I got really excited because I was like, if they're just make, remaking the first Pokemon movie in live action, fuck yes, and giving let's us go. those themes of uh, animal cruelty and all. So that. especially, so to your point, you brought up Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a movie that deals with sentience and the idea of consciousness. The first Pokemon movie deals with all those ideas. And the fact that we open the same way, almost identical, like, of how we open the first Pokemon movie. And then we enter this, like, neo-future world with the neon lighting. I was like, I'm all in. We're going to get we're gonna get Pokemon, the fir- like, the first Pokemon movie crossed with Blade Runner, and I am all in. And it never in. delivers on that. No. And before we get to the next scene, I'm going to jump ahead to the moment in around the middle-ish of the movie where they explain the whole Mewtwo scene through the hologram thing. Mm. That's some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my um, life. Yeah, It I, is so clunky, so, and the over-explaining of it all, it's like the movie grinds to a halt yeah, it's, to just it's explain really the Mewtwo Well, okay, thing. so that's the whole thing is that, like... I have to judge this on two. I mean, we've talked about this before, like when we talked about Dumbo and stuff, how you have to judge this movie as like a film person and also like as a it being a kid's movie. As a film person, this is like unforgivably bad. Like especially the twists in this movie are the most like photographed things that are out there like ever. Like of all time, that's like, yeah, of course this guy is so bad and with this our, guy is yeah, good. With our villains, uh we have a uh, Bill Bill Nye Bill Nye the science guy he playing Howard Clifford who originally we think he's the villain midway through we find out he's not the villain at the end we find out he is the villain uh and then we have his brother Chris Gear doing uh, his gr- a great version of Sorrento from Ready Player 1 <laughs> I really I hold on I really want to shout out Chris Gear cuz I'm a fan You're the worst. of You're the Worst Great show yep. great performance and through maybe Almost three quarters of this movie, I was thinking that this guy was totally wasted. Mm. And then by the end, I was like, I was like, okay. He, he was, was only kind of yeah, wasted. Yeah, he was only mostly <laughs> he wasted. Did, he did his well, thing. <laughs> the, the, the villains in this movie gave me big vibes of Incredibles 2, where we have two members of the same yeah. family. It starts off, we think that. One of them is acting really nice, and the other's acting mean. But then we find out that the really the mean one and is the nice one. It's one of those things that and if you've it, ever seen a Pixar movie yeah. before, you know that there's going to be a flip. It just but... it had the yeah it had the exact same arc of like oh you think it's that one, and then you think it's the other, and then you think it's that one. I didn't think about that, but that's a good thing. I wanted to shout out Chris Watanabe, the only uh, Ken. Ken Watanabe, um, the only uh, actual Asian person in this Asian future that we live in. So shout out to him. Yeah, this, this world this still of looks, Americans. The city looks like a blend between London and Tokyo and yeah. Seoul, kind of. Yeah. But uh, and also, least, it was yeah. made ten years ago. The whole yeah. the whole city. <laughs> uh, just, it just popped up have, out of the ground. They don't then, know shit about there's city like, building. There's like, hey, Pokemon are chill here. They're just so, like, they just live with you, and it's cool here. So uh, Harry Sayer, friend of the pod who couldn't be here today, um, he wanted to shout out the fact that he thinks Chris Gear looks like uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Why would he shout that out? <laughs> Why would he say that? I know what side you're on. I'm glad Harry, he just but... spoke in just for that. Well, That's with, his only no, thought. He is right though, because with the aviators, it is a very but, the narrow face and the the blonde hair. I know we're we're already jumping around like crazy, but the fact that we get the reveal that it's actually a doppelganger, Chris uh, Gear, and it's the Ditto Pokemon. That's when I knew this movie was going full weirdo Pokemon, <laughs> and that Ditto was one of our main villains, looking 
terrifying as shit with those beady black When you see those beady eyes. black eyes, I did love that. That uh, was really you, cool. I did love that. That's something that's in like the anime and stuff like that before, wherever you see it. It's very unsettling. Him like taking over, and it's like you see just this normal, cute, cuddly Pokemon, but the eyes are just like... Um, this is terrifying. I right also I'm watching. I want to shout out back to like the the first or second scene. Uh, I want to shout out Karan Sony, the friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is, let's yeah, let's talk about this. This scene. is the most whimsical guy in the world. He's he is in like he makes commercials good. He was in like a Verizon campaign or something. He's always funny. Give him two scenes, huh? Yeah, I really thought he was going to come yeah, back and he did. I scene. thought he was going to. That was a weird. So he's, he's that a happy whole boy. first part of the scene. So this we is get, before the mystery kicks in. This is before in. the mystery kicks in. Like, we get there, it's like, he's just like, we get Tim just being like, I don't I'm, I don't have a Pokemon. I'm a loner. His name is Tim. I said Tim. I know. I'm just, I'm just reiterating. Is, we just want to make sure I can't, sure you know. I can't believe that the main character of this movie is named Tim. Why didn't they just have Ash catch him in here? <laughs> just have Ash. Tim, like, Tim just, catch him? <laughs> the, well, Ash, if they made this Ash, it would he would immediately be more interesting. Mm. I'm already more in on Ash than I am Tim. Um, so then he receives the news that his dad died. No reaction. No, didn't There's love his dad. No fucking reaction at all. Which leads me to my other point. He still had a relationship with his dad, which is established before. You would think you would realize, like, hey, the voice I'm hearing from Pikachu sounds an awful lot like my dad, Ryan Reynolds. So Maybe sounds that, exactly like They him. sound like the same person. And he has the same humor and says the same thing as the same session with coffee. But that has to just be a so, weird coincidence, right? This is Was that twist uh, at all surprising for you guys? No. No. Um, no. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was for me. That was not even it, close. Well, to it was for me because I'm racist. Well, no. The thing is, <laughs> no. It, it the moment, I was expecting his father to be Samuel L. Jackson. So the moment, <laughs> <laughs> the moment that I knew that that was coming was whenever you learn that you can combine Pokemon and humans into one thing. So I was like, oh, so that's his dad. That's why they didn't find the body. Okay, so if immediately we're, if we're making this mystery. jump to this twist at the very end of the movie, here's are my thoughts. Uh, I thought in theory that could be smart. You could explain away the voice somehow, mostly just by it being a little kids movie. Why I was, did it have to be Ryan Reynolds? It could have just been another dude, and they took the voice of Ryan well, Reynolds. Well, uh, Demi Adejigbe in his review on Letterboxd, uh, don't don't check my grammar on his last name. I've I've tried. Adiagbo. So no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> He he mentioned something very true, which is like it could have been a woman because Pikachu sounds like a woman. Yeah. Pikachu is voiced by a woman. It yeah. could have been a funny woman being this character. It would have fucked with our plot a lot, of course. It's, it's not like Pokemon fans want to see Ryan Reynolds. Well, people would have they protested do, though, outside because, if they were like, well, if Pikachu is not a black woman. If your theory, though, is true, Ernest, that we're talking like tweens, teens, and I'm saying maybe below they that. They love Deadpool. They fucking love Deadpool. Oh, you're so right. Yep, it's Fuck. the perfect. Exactly. So that had Tweens, to be- teens, and automobiles? <laughs> But did people Sounds like laugh? Bay porn. <laughs> did people laugh at the movie scream when they saw Ryan Reynolds' face? Yeah, because in my theater, everyone burst in. Well, laugh. yeah, that was absurd. Because here's the real problem with that thread: this character, the whole movie, has been acting like a silly little boy. Pikachu, Pikachu's been goofing around. Like he's just, not a grown man. No, and if and when it turns out, it's one of the most successful detectives in the city, who's basically estranged from his own son. Like, that is not good. 
I w- I'd forgive the voice thing because that's another kids movie thing. If we're talking kids movie issues, how they like they go to CNM headquarters and the girl is talking to the CEO of CNM and they're both right in the room that they just happen to walk into. It's things like that. Those are excusable in kids movies because kids don't think about that. They don't think about what a coincidence, you know. Here's another thing that um I guess technically you could just like yada yada because it's a movie. Um, yeah, okay. Ryan Reynolds is white, Justice Smith is black, whatever. You know, that's fine. Biracial couples exist. They look nothing fucking alike. Like, it's not even like a close thing where it's like, you know, their bone structures are the same. It's like, no, that's not what Ryan Reynolds' kid would look like. Especially because, like, I guess it's supposed to be a surprising thing because they show, like, a picture of his grandmother who's a black woman. You're like, oh, of course, like, his dad's probably black, too. So it's just be like... Oh, man, he has a white dad. This movie's woke now. Like, I just don't understand why that was even, like, a thing. Because it figured into the wanna, plot. They wrote say, it, and then they cast it. That's I w- why. Yeah, I like, say it just doesn't things. make sense. One of them. If we're led to believe that Mr. Detective Ryan Reynolds, best detective in this Tokyo, London, whatever town. What's it called? Rhyme, Rhyme City? City. If Rhyme. he wears no, a beanie, no music, no one's he, ever rapping. He wears a beanie all the time. Why isn't he wearing a beanie at the very end when we see him? There's no beanie. He's not wearing a beanie. That's, that's, that's not, not a beanie. It's, not a beanie. it's, a de- what, what it's is that like called? a Sherlock Holmes cap. Like is, that's, no, no, he's no, wearing but, a detective cap. Oh, I, I'm thinking of the flashbacks when we don't see his face. When we don't, he when we only see the back of his head. Detective cap. It's, it's called a deer stalker. I'm. I don't recall a Sherlock Holmes cap in those flashbacks when they hide his face. I'm I'm picturing a beanie. Anyways, he's he's not wearing a hat at all at the end. Second thing, this one of the saddest things of this movie is that one of the best bits of acting is Ryan Reynolds at the very end reacting to seeing his son again. Yeah, but it's what? it's Ryan Reynolds. Why is there no one acting as good as him in the whole movie? He. he it's kind of isn't that kind of sad? He's putting in the work for one scene. Like, damn, yeah. nobody could do. What Other he than that, did. he was just like fucking around in a Poor sound Ryan room, Reynolds. just like it doesn't matter. I can just do unlimited takes because it doesn't matter. You know who killed it? You know who got uh, the heat check award? Is Mister Mime? Oh, that scene. Was that scene was great. great. Yeah, I no. fucking love that. No, scene. That's, and that's what I mean. The actual, the true Pokemon moments worked in this movie. Like they really worked. But there Psyduck was just is Bay. There is no substance around that. Wait. I uh, just I would rather literally this be like high maintenance except with Pokemon and you oh just my walk God, around. That would be amazing. Imagine That's that. an insane idea. No, imagine that where it's just there isn't like an actual story, but you just see Pokemon just like fucking Wait. around doing their yeah, Pokemon thing like in the it's world. It's like Link Later Pokemon That movie. sounds incredible. Turn off the that podcast. That sounds like a 10 out of 10. HBO executives, stop <laughs> listening right now. Yeah, We're going to write the Kids hate it. Kids do not. Kids absolutely No, hate. kids would still like it because it's still Pokemon. I feel like that reaches everybody because you could, you could, then you could apply adult humor into things that maybe kids wouldn't necessarily get but kids are just like huh I like to the that, cute Pokemon to that point though I do before we get sidetracked I do want to shout out one of the best moments of the movie which is the the uh, Terra tortoises Terra tortoises that was really cool the Terra-tor- giant the giant um, what's what are they called gen 6 I don't know. There's a um, lot of Pokemon generations. I don't know. I got. I got. And I don't know what they're all called. And Hunter doesn't have a uh, uh, encyclopedia knowledge. Yeah, of where's all your Pokemon? Well, I'm pulling up my Pokemon Go here because I know I got one of these bad boys. Okay, here, so, so just, uh, uh, just, I'm just gonna call them Terra. Just keep Terra keep going. Toes. Just keep, just keep. You know what? Just I'm almost there. Just keep making up names. Terra Toys. Terra Toys. Herbert You're Bogart. <laughs> these giant Huey Lewis and the Bogarts. 
giant, giant Pokemon that went uh, okay. Totera, Torterra, Totera. So what? Yeah, it's like a terrarium and a tortoise. When we get to this point in the film, it happens right after this big. Um, uh, uh, Greninja chase, yeah. uh, horrible Mewtwo flashback sequence in this lab, and I thought the lab looked solid. That some some um, practical set design I thought was good, but then it, it gets to the point in the film where I'm just like, I want some good filmmaking here. Mm. I want some big moment here, and. Then we get this Inception-looking fucking yeah. moment that was where wild. the land just flips over itself. That was really – well, at first I was like, what's happening here? And then the way that it's actually revealed – because whenever you first see it, they're like the giant Torterra in there. It's like, ah, it's not taking effect yet. And you realize, like, they're on top of one. Torterra, like, that's a really cool character. Like, it's literally like this whole, like, tiny little world is, like, growing on this But they've back, genetically but... engineered them to be enormous. That was cool. And that, that sequence ends up not really going anywhere. Except, like, Pikachu dies, basically. No, but that's the thing, is, like, there is some cool moments in there, and there's so many... Like, you could tell the filmmakers and the directors, like, really had a bunch of ideas in here. Like, so the scene where Pikachu dies... That's, like, straight up, like, some Princess Mononoke shit. The shit that follows after that with, like, these other little floating fairy creatures. Like, I don't know their names because that's too late in the Pokemon Mushroom Pokemon. Yeah. But I, I thought that that stuff, it looked visually cool. But again, like you said, it doesn't really go anywhere. Like, that's the whole thing with this movie is that a lot of it looks awesome. It really looks cool. Shout out to the VFX crew. Like, they really did an awesome job. The cinematography this of movie this movie is, is shot great. on 35 millimeter film. It's shot film. on film. <laughs> it's, I don't know why they did that. And I mean, shout out to them. Like, they did a great job. The look of this movie is great. The writing of this movie just brought and me down again, so I just hard. wanted to shout out the, the different textures of each Pokemon from, from the fur to the skin like each and the scales of yeah, charizard like every the pokemon scales of charizard like how like greninja almost looks like slimy like he looks so like sleek like that you could just touch yeah. him and you wouldn't feel anything any any other moments we want to shout out before we wrap it up um i thought the underground fight scene with diplo was pretty epic are you talking about Alita Battle Angel right now? Yeah. No, Diplo is in the, the cage yeah. match. Yeah, oh, the, oh, okay. He's the DJ. <laughs> the Lord Dread, the, the Pokemon that just like blasts yeah. noise. Oh, that reminds me. I thought, also, the, I thought the R potion thing was going to be Team Rocket, and I, I was really was. disappointed. That was really dis- <laughs> no, literally the R looks like it could be Team Rocket. I was That was a huge missed opportunity by them to involve Team Rocket into all of this. It is I, cool how it, it it's a purple smoke that makes every Pokemon just go sicko mode. Yeah. And they yeah. all just fucking and then it makes, rage and out. And then it makes people talk to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only I, one person? Yeah, for only, some only Tim. I, uh... That was a missed opportunity because I wouldn't have even – I honestly would have liked it more if we just had a generic bad guy villain. But if it was Team Rocket, then I'd be like, they're just going all in on the nostalgia, and I'm okay with that. And um, we didn't see any legendary Pokemon either. No legendary. That was – well, I, this is going to be the first one. Like, this movie's going to make a couple hundred million dollars, especially not including worldwide. Like, this movie's going to make a lot of money. Like, they're going to make more live-action Pokemon movies. I was happy we saw Gengar. Gengar's fighting was – cool because it was so much more unique than like a lot of the other pokemon that use like i breathe fire on you or i shoot electricity at you where gengar is like i multiply myself and i shoot these like weird shadow balls at you 
Did, I want to uh, watch like an actual Pokemon movie that isn't this weird trying to be a detective movie yes. in this world. I'm glad it you opened brought... up the world that like I'm down for this world. I just didn't like this movie. I'm glad you brought that up because the first few minutes of this movie where we see these soaring shots over the landscape with all the Pokemon just roaming around and flying mm-hmm. around. That's that's beautiful. It looked amazing. And that that little uh uh bone bone Cubone Cubone catching sequence, it, it set this tone for a movie that didn't actually happen. Okay. Uh, of what it's like to be a Pokemon catcher, a Pokemon trainer, what it's like to to be in this world that you are when you play the 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 Game Boy game that doesn't happen in the movie. Yeah. You know, it, it takes a hard right turn when the mystery kicks in. We didn't, we never actually get into. that. Okay, so this leads into a segment that I'm springing on you guys right now. So in that main world, in that Cubone segment, we get a little view of what looks like a fenced off area where Pokemon are grazing. Yes, they could look kind of like cows. Or bison. It's like bison Dude, Pokemon. They eat Pokemon. Oh, to, su- to sustain why, themselves. Why else do they have a bunch of them in a... Fu- it's, they eat Pokemon in this world. So, here's the segment. Oh, like people eat Pokemon? Yes! Fuck. The humans are eating the Pokemon in the main world. 110%. Why would they not? So, let's, let's think about this, this ah. closed-off alley, <laughs> Blade Runner alleyway, where there's people at, like, street food stands ordering food. Are they... Ordering They're ordering, Pokemon? like, I'll get a tourist. Well, no, because with... in the city, they don't. The city well, is all about Bulbasaur Pokemon leaves. And... So you're talking yeah. about the towns. In the main world, they eat Pokemon, though. Otherwise, why would you domesticate them and have them living in a field? It makes no sense. They eat them. It's clear. We're humans. That's... Humans are savages, and we eat Jesus every organism. Christ. I never thought about that, and I don't think I can ever play a Pokemon game Think again. about it. Here's the segment. Which Pokemon would taste the best? Magikarp. I have answers. Pikachu, no. He would taste like rabbit, and that's too gamey yeah. for me. I'm not interested. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's too um, much like a mouse. Psyduck would be way too oily because Duck is already oily, and Psyduck mm. is really fat. Also, Psyduck is bae. He's um, me. And he's literally me. Taurus uh, would just taste like beef, though. So here's here's a good option. A, a few good Four. options. Uh, execute the eggs. You just make some eggs, you know? The, the little group of eggs, you know those guys? Yeah. Yeah, they just yeah, are eggs. They're I... just like ostrich eggs. They might be a little gamier than normal eggs, but I'd, I would go for it. I'd put them in a cake, for example. Jigglypuff, speaking of which. We're like sociopaths right now. Just like, hey, which one of your friends do you think tastes the best? These aren't my friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Jigglypuff, I think, would be sweet. I think uh, it would taste like custard. Like, you could just, like, kind of put a spoon in a Jigglypuff and get a bite. <laughs> You know I am I, mean? I am traumatized right now. I, I know the listeners are pulling back. You guys are pulling back. I don't care. Um, Girados, I think would be Gyarados. No, no. Did you just say, wait, hold up. You just called him Girados. No, what's more Magikarp. sacred, him or Herbert Bogart? No, once <laughs> once Magikarp becomes Gyarados, you don't eat him. You only eat him when he's Magikarp. No, that's not true. You eat everything. I just I want to take this moment to say that Magikarp and Gyarados looked fucking amazing they did they look so cool no, it was so brief their evolution happens is actually because i was like are they not gonna have an evolution that's a missed opportunity and then you see it, it's like it's very like quick but it is kind of cool. so gyarados i think would be a sushi delicacy to have raw that would be like because like big ass fish that you eat raw are sushi delicacies. i'm rethinking my entire childhood right magic now. carp carp are not edible because they're so bony any fish that looks like that i'm with just the thinking big head, back to like the anime whenever like ash and them are like i'm starving and then go to a cafe and they eat something you really you don't see anything else excited you don't see like cows or they're pigs e- just wandering around this world don't they you have to be eating pokemon don't eating you pikachu wings fucking- 
Don't you fucking dare eat Squirtle. I will end you if you eat. He's Squirtle. not on my list because I don't. I've, I haven't really had turtle before. I don't know if it's good. I have you a would pet, obviously. I make, have a pet tortoise. You, you don't fucking. Yeah, you. Eat you I mean, you would obviously make Squirtle into a soup, but that's not my Wait, thing. I wouldn't quick, do it. Another quick aside: Blastoise mm. looked amazing. Did so Charizard. I just want to take a bite out of Charizard. Him. Delicious, similar to. I wouldn't be able to afford Charizard. I, I'm well, just a. I'm just a measly middle. That's a good point. Class man. It, Charizard is like high high well, class. Well, so because Charizard is essentially a dragon. Dragons are essentially alligators. Gator meat is delicious. It's like fish mixed with chicken. Diplo, Charizard would Diplo, be. So I don't know if gators are essentially dragons. I'm kind of. That's the that's... closest parallel we have in life. Diplo had a Charizard tattoo across his chest and. I want to make sure yeah, that's, we acknowledge that's that. That's canon. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to come back. Uh, Bulbasaur, great vegan option. Huh? I was going to say Bulbasaur. The, the Bulbasaur scene was it was good. Well, Bulbasaur or any of those like grass-fed Pokemon, they could be something where like they literally just like grow shit out of their back that you could just like Yeah, you could just off pick off bit. the leaves. Well, that was like, my question. Okay. My, my question was, are plant-type Pokemon all plant or do they just have plants in them? Because – could I like cut open a Bulbasaur and it would be leaves or would it be meat? Drew, you don't. You're <laughs> out of your element you're right like, now. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I this is like <laughs> the same thing of like if we watched Avengers and you're just like, yeah, but inside Iron Man, do you think that you could just like crack him open and just like fucking eat his guts out? We could. This is the same type we, of thing that you're talking. We could have absolutely here. had that conversation if you had brought it up. I would have been all ears for you. Wait, Harry's here. Harry, here to talk Pikachu. about. All right, so what what, po you... what Pokemon would taste the best? Grab the mic. Yeah, hop in. That's a really good question. Um... If you answer it, then you're a sociopath. <laughs> I don't care. Moving on <laughs> with that question, let me think. What did you think of the movie? I said Charizard. Uh, I thought the movie was really good. Um, it's for babies. I think the third <laughs> act. It's a it's a movie for seven to twelve year olds. I thought it was solid. It was pretty simple. It didn't make a lot of sense. I don't care. Um, that I think the third act was kind of more boring compared to the first two because it kind of became like CG nonsense. It was a shit show. But I do really like Mewtwo voiced by Bill Nighy. I think that is really. Oh, we funny. didn't even talk about oh, Bill that. Nighy was you. Oh wait, who is the villain? Gyarados. My answer is Gyarados. No, he is a villain. Well, that's what we just said. Is that Gyarados would be like a sushi delicacy? He would, yeah, he'd be a delicacy. So, wow, we're all the same. Yeah, and you could grill him up. Well, I actually they're didn't just, say that so because offended. I'm not a fucking murderer. That'd be like, hey, Harry. What do you think you taste like? What good? <laughs> Damn it! One one thing that reminds me of is at the point where every human started becoming Pokemon. I just checked my watch and I was like, "How much longer is left in this movie <laughs> yeah, before everyone yeah. turns back into humans?" I feel that, and it wasn't that long. I, I just it was short enough. You know, the movie is doing a bunch of really weird shit, and the fact that it does it relatively well should be commended, considering it's like just nonsense so i don't know it, i it like how weird it goes it no. is yeah it's a weird movie i agree it's it, there's a lot of nonsense but i was like you said seven to twelve that i was watching it thinking about like eight to ten year olds i was thinking little like because this is it's the same level of stupidity as like agent cody banks which is for that same age range and i think it's a little better than that i think it's definitely better than dumbo or christopher robin it's the only one of those that i would ever see again willingly um, not that I'm going to, and I'm not even going to recommend this to many people because I think it's for kids. But I enjoyed it on that basis. That's my, I would recommend. That's I do my final wonder. Thought. I am curious because you've been talking about like to kind of close up thoughts about who this movie is made for. You've been talking about how like your girlfriend's like the kids that she teaches, like how oh. hype they were for this movie. Yeah. I kind of want to know what their thoughts are. I, I actually went in a couple days ago. It was only the day after the premiere, so only two of them had seen the movie. They both were head over heels. They were in love with it. 
because it's a kids movie. It's a great kids movie with Pokemon in it, and it's not shitty. That's all you need when you're a kid is it to not suck. Yeah. And I would say Dumble and Christopher Robin for kids suck. Oh, especially Christopher Robin and Dumb. Yeah, both of them are like downer. Yeah, this exactly. A downer of a movie. Yeah, this is an, an, a colorful, exciting movie if you're a kid, even if you're not that into Pokemon. I I. I enjoyed it, even though it's for kids. I wouldn't have watched it myself unless we were talking about it. Yes, I would say I would only recommend it if you happen to catch it on a streaming service or something like that. It's don't, not worth seeing in the theaters. Don't run out to the theaters, but I wouldn't say it's Go a bad Go watch movie. Endgame for like a 15th time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Anyway, that's, that's about it, right? Let's wrap it up, boys. We bought a mic. We bought a Pikachu. We bought a Mewtwo. We bought a Gyarados. But we didn't buy them to fucking eat them. Yeah. I don't care. This is laid. I have no connection to these beings. They, they're real. They're bay. So, they're literally me. So Psyduck. We, just, we literally. So we just kicked off uh, our third member of the podcast. So if you are interested in joining Wabam and you're not a sociopath who just wants to eat fucking humanoid creatures. I'm not then... saying that I do. I'm saying they do in this world. Unless they're just keeping them to ride them if around. If you didn't want to, then you wouldn't have suggested which of them tastes the best. Well, it got me <laughs> thinking because. Guys gotta eat. Well, <laughs> if you want to let us know which Pokemon is the tastiest and yeah, the really. yummiest and the savoriest, let us know. We bought a mic, gmail.com. We bought a mic at Twitter. Pikachu and we I, a mic on Instagram. Drew like watches the Ted Bunny documentary. He's like, Oh, I feel this guy so much. If only he was Psyduck. Well, he didn't eat them, so I didn't feel him. He only d- beheaded them and raped them. I would never do that. And you're like, that's not far enough. Yeah, like I'll eat a chick, but I'm not gonna fucking cut her head off that's barbaric come on all right well (laughs) stick around we got john wick 3 coming at you next week and hopefully a discussion of richard linklater's the before trilogy Mm. um in the meantime you can listen to our game of thrones instant reaction who would who would taste better cecile or ethan hawk (laughs) damn I just you are I sl- mad. I slowly I... become a cannibal over the course of <laughs> that's my new bit. Instead of Max Keeble, I'm just going to be a cannibal. The principal, probably. Yeah, Ethan Hawke gave a really delicious performance. Uh, very <laughs> sweet and a little salty. All right. Well, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Letterbox. Let us know what you thought of Detective Pikachu. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. Do you guys have any last thoughts? I no. Okay. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for ruining my fucking childhood. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna eat all of my Pokemon trading cards now, and I'll let you know how well they taste. Please do. I don't. I don't. Taste you guys like can poopy. pull back all you want. I'm standing on my own here. Uh, it's just a little thought experiment. Okay. You know. All right. Well, let us know what you thought of all this, and if you saw the movie, and if you think Jigglypuff looks like a tasty fucking snack. Literally, I w- there are probably desserts out there called Jigglypuff. Think about it. Bye. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, bye. no, we're going to... I have another hour. Bye-bye. We've been through it all, though it could be worse. We've been moved around in a state of alert. There's nothing new or sharp about the cutting edge. If they build a wall, let's jump the fence. I'm over this. Cold stairs can never.